Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week, uh, whatever band or artist we're doing, we uh, we listen to all of their records, and we uh, we rank them from worst to best, and we also give our biggest banger from each of them. Uh, but before we do that, we get into our six degrees of Tom DeLonge. If you ended up actually doing it this week, I don't know. Uh, but while you're listening, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, give us five stars on there, all of the social media that we have, you know, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all that bullshit. Is that Asinine Radio? We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number. You can call. You could leave us a voicemail. You can shoot us a text message. I don't know. Do whatever you want. This is your life. It's your life. I don't care. Uh, and if you didn't already know, my name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Now, let's get right into our six degrees of Tom DeLong. Did you do it this week, Jeff? I did. Wow. So did yeah. I. Did you? Yeah. I did do it, yes. Okay. All right. What do you got? What, what, what do you have this week? But mine's a little different because I did do a Six Degrees of Tom DeLong, but last week I didn't do one, and we disappointed our, 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 our longtime listener, and he was sad that we didn't do one for Coheed. Yes. Yeah. So I did one for Coheed. There you go. <laughs> All right, so what do you got? So, so yeah, let's do the Coheed one first. Gotcha. I only, I only have the Coheed one. So, uh, Josh okay, Eppard. Well, that's fun. Drums. I'm talking now, not you. That's fine. Josh Eppard played drums keep, for Coheed yeah, on a ton fun. of on, on a ton of Coheed albums, right? So, Josh mm-hmm. is in a band called Terrible Things with Fred from Taking Back Sunday fame. Oh, okay, yes. yes. Um, but he also played with Say Anything on a, a touring drummer for the Hebrews tour. And it just so happens that that album that they were ah. touring for Hebrews is one of the very few times that Tom DeLonge ever lends his, uh, his guest vocals to. And he had a like, right. guest vocal spot on that Hebrews album. Yeah. What a weird, uh, his guest appearances are just fucking bizarre. I mean, Mark's but, just a horror about him, right? Dime a dozen. Yeah. Tom's yeah, very but, selective. And it's not like the selective ones are like incredibly good. They're just weird. Yeah. Diverse. Very bizarre. Very bizarre. All right, so you did not do one for uh, Leonard Skinner because if you didn't already know, we're doing Leonard Skinner this week. But, Play some um, Skinner. What did you just say? Play some Skinner. <laughs> Annoying. Goddamn. All right, so my six degrees with Tom DeLonge. We're gonna start with Al Cooper, who produced oh, the first God. record. What? Like the fucking easiest person to do because he's done so many goddamn things. Well, this was a very difficult week. It's I know. It's hard to connect tried, this band with anything. I tried to do, <laughs> the. I, I was. I wanted to do the only surviving OG member, the the Rossington guy, and it was fucking hard. Yes, I know. I tried to. And I, I spent like up. a good 20 minutes trying to. So did I. I was in Discogs <laughs> looking at fucking credits and shit. I was like, nah, I'm done with this shit, dude. I know. It was very difficult. That's why I had to go the producer route. I didn't want to, but I did. Had to. Somebody had to. And you're negligent. Uh, so we start with Al Cooper, the producer of their first record. 
uh, he, this guy, Al Cooper, played keyboards on George Harrison's record somewhere in England. Uh, George Harrison was in a band called The Beatles with John Lennon. <laughs> John Lennon's son, Sean Lennon, is in a band with Les Claypool. Les Claypool is in Primus, who formerly had Brain on drums. Brain was in Guns N' Roses, as was Josh Freeze. Josh Freeze to Blink-182 because Josh has played with the band live. And that's my that's my six degrees of Tom DeLonge. There Great. 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 Easy. Great. Well, not easy peasy. Not easy peasy. But that's fine. Great. Let's move on it's because I, I could see that you are bored. And so is everybody listening. So like I said, we're going to be doing, we're doing Lynn and Skinner today. So we're going to be ranking five of their records. We're only going to be ranking their records with the classic lineup or... The 1970s lineup. Let's just say that. Uh, so there's five records. We're going to do worst to best, and we're going to name our biggest banger off of each of them if we have it. So let's get into that. What do you got for number five, Jeff? Go. Give me back my bullets. <laughs> Their fourth album, 1976. Oh, Give me back my bullets. This is a stupid name for an album. <laughs> this um. So so prior to this week, I had all of these on the vinyls. And before we yeah. even decided to do this, I got rid of all but two. So that was interesting okay, and convenient, yeah. I guess. Um, but yeah, giving back my bullets, I mean, it's, it's not a bad listen. Like, I didn't hate it. But the, this is this one and speci- specifically is so much of the same we've already heard. And with this one, mm-hmm. there isn't anything on this album that has, like, an incredible melody or any kind of iconic solo or standout guitar riff. This is, like, the most plain old people of all plain old people for Skinnerd. And even that's like the title track is a song that seems like it should be good. And on the surface, it, it kind of is catchy mm-hmm. and fun, I guess. But there's like nothing to it. It's just, there's just, there's nothing to that song. It's a skeleton with no, no good meat on the bones. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> that's one way of putting it. Okay. So yeah, this one, this one got purged, which I'm happy with because Skinner sells well on eBay. So, you know. Yeah. You'll, you'll make your money back. Oh, yeah. All right, my uh, my number five is also "Give Me Back My Bullets," uh, fourth record from 1976. I I I agree with everything you said. This this album's fucking boring. I don't I don't remember anything from any of these songs. It all just kind of flowed as one. I was bored. I almost wanted to shut it off, but I'm like, uh, I'm not mad at it. I'm not annoyed by it. I'll just finish it out. The songs were a little bit slower than than a lot of the albums that they put out and songs that, that they put out. But damn, dude, talk about just vanilla blues rock. That's what, like, moody blues blues rock. It's just, oh. ugh, just so boring. Not even the guitars could keep my attention, which in the end, a lot of the times they couldn't, but nothing here, nothing here kept my attention. Give Me Back My Bullets, definitely their worst record. So yeah, I got no banger. I got okay. nothing. I, I really remember nothing from okay. this. So All right, that's fine. What's your number four? Street Survivors. Street Survivors. Okay. This this was the last one that I purged, not just because it was sequential order, but I did have I, I did have doubts on this one. And the big takeaway for this one is this is like the the one with the lineup changes, right? We now have a third guitarist who's who is really he's a really damn good guitarist. That's Steve Gaines, man. He's fucking fantastic. He's amazing. We have now now we also have more people singing other than Ronnie. We have somebody yeah. like Steve Gaines is now singing lead vocals sometimes, who's a terrible singer. And um, <laughs> we also have like backup 
vocalist now. We have we have these three girls that that make up like this this trio, like the like the I threes, like 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 the Rita Marley trio. But mm. that's fine. Whatever. I don't really care. If it wasn't for man, some of the like the guitar looks that dude was laying down though, it, they were that was some of the best I've ever done. And and if mm. it wasn't for that, this would have probably been my least favorite. But this came out three days before the crash, so I think it just I think people like it more than they should, to be honest. I just don't think it's anything special here. Like nothing here makes me want to listen to this again. And like I would never, I would for sure never reach for this record over the first two. The three actually, because not all three of my top three. No way. But uh this this really? song called okay. Honky Tonk Nighttime Man, that was <laughs> fucking dope. That's a dope song. It, it shreds. The guitars were fantastic. Lots of really cool slides and hammer ons. That was just mm-hmm. unreal guitar playing. Loved it. But still still not enough for me to keep this record. Okay. That's fine. That's totally fine. So my um my number four is Second Helping. Second record from nineteen seventy four. Uh, this one, this is just more straightforward blues rock. I feel like there wasn't a lot that they kind of changed up from the first record. Um, it's just not that catchy. I, I just didn't find really anything that catchy about it outside of Sweet Home Alabama, which, you know, is, is a lame song anyway, but it is catchy. Um, yeah, I just, I thought... This this album was kind of forgettable. Honestly, it was kind of forgettable. Mm, I, I do mm, have mm. I have a banger, and then I have like a an honorable mention. So my banger is working for MCA. The instrumentals on this one are fucking solid. Not a lot of vocals, which is nice. And really, the guitars just rip it up in this song. It's fucking that 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 was really cool. So this song was was definitely a banger. Uh, honorable mention: Swamp Music. Uh, another song with some good instrumentals. The keys really shine on this one, so that was that was a that was a nice little touch because they don't they don't use a lot of the keys don't really take the forefront in a lot of these songs and when they do, it's like vaudeville kind of like sounding thing and that's really obnoxious and I fucking hate it. But yeah, I don't know that those two songs were good. The um that that kind of ex- the extended like guitar parts I wouldn't want to say solos but guitar parts on call me the breeze were pretty good too on this on this on that song but um yeah overall i i would never ever go back to this record and i will say oh no i'll i'll get more into it on the main episode okay second helping i would never go back to it um so yeah that's so what you I like street, number street survivors your number two maybe your number one is it oh, that's we'll crazy see. well you don't that's know crazy. that you're just okay well, you're just know guessing you're i'm just not guessing. guessing i do know that you got nothing okay. fancy, and then Street Survivors, and hopefully they're self-titled. Yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah. So we number three see. for me is nothing fancy. <laughs> nothing fancy. Their Pony Boy, their third album, nineteen seventy-five. I I enjoy this one. I like this one. The first half was just kind of more Skinner sound. It's not a bad sound. It's 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 when we get when you when you strip it down, it is their sound. There's there's mm-hmm. a big difference between the two. I know you the Skinner's fucking terrible because you're not as good as this other band that I'm never gonna mention the entire time. But the <laughs> second half of this album is where this, it really shined, right? Very blues, even some folk stuffs. They really stripped down their already basic formula and took it back to like the Delta blues and just went with it. Like you can tell these guys grew up listening to fucking Mississippi blues, Mississippi mm-hmm. Delta blues, just 
definitely Robert Johnson Sunhouse stuffs, and that's awesome. But Made in the Shade, that's it's that type of song. It's an easy blues song that really gets into like what makes a good blues song. It's basic, but it's fun to hear. It's fun to hear a band that's already this successful take it easy and throw out a simple jam. And they've mm-hmm. already done simple jams, but this one's just I don't know. This one's because blues like like good blues music is just so basic in its form and its approach been tried true. and true it's done but we love it can't get enough of it oh yeah you fucking give me any give me that robert johnson compilation with all of the shit i'll just be super happy yeah, sounds I'll like take shit that fucking, i'll take that robert johnson compilation like i said new jimmy ruled out me dude you kidding me of course <laughs> like i said uh, well i didn't i didn't get to finish it sounds like shit but it has like a feel to it that just makes you feel i, I mean for me it just makes me feel good that's how a lot of blues blues music is like mississippi delta blues it's never recorded well, but damn, just the, the feeling behind it all is just, it just, it makes me feel good. And I, I just like that shit a lot. That's why you love Clapton so much. So what you know? I don't three? like, but when have I ever said I like Clapton? We all know that's <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> it's not even a good joke. Not even a good joke. I laughed. Well, you're, you're, you're your best customer. Your, you, best, you, your biggest you, fan. You're your you're biggest fan. You're you're your best you're, customer. You're, you're, weird. You're, 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 you're. Saying your twice in a row is weird. You are you're, your. Yeah, you, you are, are your. Are, yeah. Contractions, you are, you baby. Are. Something that uh, Captain Holt does not do unless he's in No, the, the second your is not a contraction. It's, it's yeah, you But the are first your is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. You are your. Yeah, there's there's a contraction there. At least the contractions. Fuck. Like there's more than one no, contraction. I, like you're giving No, birth. I did not pluralize the contraction. Did you contract the contractions? <laughs> the word. <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest conversation ever. Oi. My number three. Here we go. This is going to be a short rankings episode. Look at this. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I would have thought. But my number three is uh, Nothing Fancy. Third record from 1975, like you said. This one, I really dug this record. I wouldn't buy it on vinyl, but I still really liked it. Uh, this is just, this is straight up a blues record like they it, there were some blues rock elements whatever which is you know it, it can be annoying moody blues all that kind of bullshit from the 70s but uh this is definitely more more mississippi delta blues which i you know you kind of touched upon already or we talked about but yeah nothing fancy they they did it well they did it really well and this is kind of a new lineup for the band on their third record uh they hated ronnie van zant at this point which is fine that's completely fine with me they ended up recording this in 17 days which i thought was pretty interesting and they it's kind of seemed like they didn't like this record because it it they recorded it so quickly but i kind of like how it made it sound it wasn't fussed over it wasn't meant to be perfected by any means and i feel like that's kind of what's wrong with the first record but we'll get more into that there's nothing wrong with the first record you fucking crazy I swear to God, if that's not if the first record is not fucking your number one, I'm done, I'm turning those off. I'll tell you that much right now. I don't want to hear nothing about it. All right, yeah, I, I honestly have no banger off of nothing fancy, I, and that's fine because the album overall was good. It was a good album, but I, I have no banger. There's nothing that really stood out to me, but overall, it was a, it was a better record than everything I'd already talked about. So, what do you got for number two? <laughs> my new <laughs> my new phrase to annoy people. <laughs> When I say something, whatever it is, like like when I just told you that if if, if this if their first album's not your number one, then I'm turning this off, and then yeah. you end it with, what the fuck did I say? 
And I, I don't want to hear another thing about it. I'll tell you that much right now. That's what, the, that's what I say. So I'll say, I'm going to turn this shit off right now. I'm going to turn this shit off. I don't want to know anything about it. I'll tell you that much right now. And if you, if you just, like, it's God, stupid. I've been saying it for the, I've been trying to like get into the habit of saying it after a really obnoxious things that I say for the past week. And it's starting to, it's starting to wear on people. I bet it's fucking annoying. I'll tell you that much right now. I don't want to hear nothing about it. <laughs> so it's a lot of it's a lot of words to say. I know one it's hard. Single it's thing. hard to get out. But man, like like when you get it out successfully, it's so annoying. Now when you're you're tripping over yourself, like every single time. That's why I got to practice. I've been pra- like, I just I've just started doing this. Okay, remember I tried to bring Sinchi back for years and years. Yeah, Sinchi, that, that's never gonna come back. That, but I never, I never, I never, I never really did it though. Like I never committed to the bit. I never did. Probably this one, the best. Since she wasn't want, a great comeback. Since she's a fucking dope thing. Since is a better is a better way to do it, but since she not so much. Dude, since she's awesome. Nah, nah. Anyway, what, what, okay, number two. What do you got? Uh, second helping. Their second album. Second helping. Second album. <laughs> I mean, that's very wrong. Right after, uh, right after their first. Yeah, this is uh, yeah. this one opens up with "Sweet second Home Alabama," second. which isn't a terrible song, like you said. It's just. I'm just tired of hearing this. And every time I hear it, honestly, it reminds me of just stupid fucking drunk river, like white ladies. Like that's what it reminds me of. And I (laughs) I can't not get that out of my head. It's fucking annoying. So they all kind of dance the same way with like a drink in their hand. Yeah. And they hold the drink up higher than they hold it like at fucking like breast level. They have to hold it above Mm -hmm. like their head area. Like that's Mm -hmm. annoying. It's just yep. uh, ugh. like this song, and then unfortunately too, some like CCR songs always just remind me of that same type of river rat. <laughs> CCR is like timeless. Yeah, they um, have great songs, dude. But afterwards, this album rips, man. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of fun to be had here. I don't I don't understand really? like why okay. I don't maybe you just don't like fun. Did you did you did you not like fun at this? At I this have time? more fun than the, than you'd ever have. That's not, that's entirely that's entirely false. So so the the first thing first <laughs> thing is first right. That's a, that's where we Great that's where we start. start. Um, first thing yeah. is first. Their their bass player their bass player from the first Ed King is now transitioning to guitar because he's a mm-hmm. fucking really good guitarist. They knew he was a good guitarist, but they hired him as a bass player. So now he's transitioning to guitar. So now we're getting like cooler riffs. We're getting more complex like like patterns and songwriting. Yeah. We're, this, this is not a jam band at all in any way, shape, or form, but at least we're getting better guitar work, and like that's that's what makes this one for me. That's what makes this one so great is because yeah, it's pretty much another like self-titled album, but I like I like the guitar playing. I like the guitar playing a lot better. I think because he's a better guitar player than he is a bass player, now he can like give pointers to the other bass player. I don't know who even played bass on this one, and then they can write better songs. <laughs> And the only thing that was like kind of not the greatest about this album was just like the the, the vocal melodies, so whatever, yeah. that's fine. But the ballad of Curtis Low, dude, the ballad of Curtis Low is so good. It's just a storytelling song. It's it's rich with lore. It's fun. It's got this kind of cool way about it that just flows nicely, and it's just another fun slow song by them. Rad solos, great lead parts. This band. Man, this band is just is just so like inconsequential, but like that's that's what makes them just like a pathetic little dog, like trying to keep up with the big name in the southern rock sound. <laughs> and they just kind of like they kind of make it work, kind of make it work. Well, I wouldn't go that far. They make it work. I guess we'll get into that. Well, I mean, they're not as good as Led Zeppelin, so there must be shit, right? 
fucking well, guy. exactly, yeah. Fucking guy. Hundred percent. Dumb idiot. So that was your number two. <laughs> so my number two is the first record pronounced Leonard Skinner. I don't think so. That is my number two. No, it really is that's, my number I two. Think I, that's that's no, that's wrong. So what do you got for number one? Obviously, it's, it's it's their first pronounced Leonard Skinner. Ah, <laughs> fucking dumb, dumb title too. All right, so then my my number one is obviously Street Survivors, the last one of this this era of the band. Came out in nineteen seventy seven, like you said, three days before the the tragic plane accident. Uh, so this album, it, it has a lot more variety, style wise, genre wise. They they jump around a little bit more. Kind of sounds like they're having a little bit more fun. It's a little bit more nuanced in parts. Uh, and at this point, they I feel like they'd really hit their stride. I feel like if they had kept going for a couple more, three, two, three more albums, they really could have made something truly fucking awesome. But obviously, you know, fate had, you know, other what ideas for you, them. You're fucking, what are you, are you high? Are you, are you eating gummies or something? Like, are no, you fuck, I, what are you, are you I think, I think, I think the guitar, the guitars on this, on this album far surpass anything from from the prior records i, <laughs> Some I think of the most iconic like songs of all times okay outside like, of Freebird, okay fucking, not just Freebird though what are you talking about okay anyway the guitars are i feel are much better on this record the bass is fantastic much like the first record the bass playing on this record is fucking fantastic and ronnie's melodies are are just leaps and bounds better than anything on the prior four records like i don't know what it is about this maybe it almost sounds like he was trying to kind of like channel his inner Jim Morrison, which is weird because I don't like the doors and I really don't like Jim Morrison. But it, there were moments that were kind of psychedelic, the way he was singing and the way he was delivering the lines that sounded really cool. I, I, I really liked it. I It was a nice change up from the kind of the normal way he sings, which I'll get more into on the main episode. But I like the variety. Like I said, I like the variety on this record. My banger is well, I have two bangers, honestly. Uh, the first one is I Know A Little, the the kind of rockabilly sounding song. Like Stephen leads. Gaines, baby. Stephen Gaines wrote it, but he didn't sing on it. Yeah. So he did write it. And it's it's more of a rockabilly jam. And I thought that was really cool. They've never done anything like it. It was so different. It was such a nice, a nice change from everything else I heard. The leads and solos are fucking insanely good on here. The the guitar tones on this song and really the album in general were were fucking excellent. This album was way better than anything that they had put out at this time and another banger i don't care it's a single it's one of the biggest hits and honestly until this week i never knew this is a leonard skinner song what's, your, it's, what's name? your name Riddle never girl. i never knew name. this is their song I, I didn't even know who it was prior to this week but yeah i had no idea it was skinner but damn that song is a fucking banger <laughs> i mean that is a that is a like through and through fucking banger it's a good song it's a fucking great song. But yeah, th- those are my two bangers. I think okay. it's a great record. I I don't think I'd get it on vinyl because I don't know if I I don't think I'd ever go back to it again, but it was it was a lot of fun listening to this one. So, okay, so none of these well. none of these you would get in the vinyls. That's, none that's of them are fucking vinyl, no. nuts. That is because I would never is, listen to them again. I'm just I'm I'm just gonna say it. It might sound hurtful, but you're 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 dumb. You are dumb. <laughs> you are you are dumb. Okay, if I'm gonna listen to like blues, southern rock, I mean, I have other albums I could, I already have that I can listen to. I don't need to listen to this. I, I would never need to go back to any of these Skinner records. There's only two bands that do southern rock well, and they're both they both do it in completely different ways. 
Yeah. So for right. you for you to constantly say, "Whoa, insert Whoa. band here." This band does it better than them. Therefore, Skinner is not good. Like, okay, how about this? Dumb. This is stupid. That's stupid. Okay, how about this? How about this? This band, I just don't really like that much, and I'll never go back to them. Yeah, I know you don't like them for whatever fucking reason. (laughs) It bothers me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll get into that. We'll get into this on the main episode. Uh, So that should be fun. Do you want to hear where I would put their live album and what I thought about it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I forgot to listen to, or I, yeah, I forgot to listen to this. Yeah, so they only put out one live album in the in the in the the heyday, right? The I don't know, the, the original run of of Skinner there, and it came out right mm-hmm. before Street Survivors. So it had Steve Gaines on it. It had the Street Survivor lineup, but it was just live. And this band, this band is not a jam band. They don't they don't really jam. Freebird is about as far as they go. But they they really they really do like rehearse. They really do. And I read a bunch of articles, interviews with uh, Rossington, Steve Rossington, Gary. and he he Gary. is it Gary Rossington or Steve? Gary. Gary. That he said that yeah, dude. We always we always like we hit it hard. We 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 wrote out every single piece to Freebird. Every single note was was thought out, and like that's just a different way of writing things. For me now, mm-hmm. where I'm at, I I like I like a little more a little more jammy stuff. So like Skinner mm-hmm. and, and Grateful Dead are like the like as far as how they approach live music in regards to their their studio stuff are fucking completely different, right? Apples and fucking drum sets that are totally different <laughs> because Grateful Dead, you 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 listen to their, their studio albums and I'm I'm staring at my drum set right now. That's why I said that. <laughs> I can think of nothing else besides whatever I'm just seeing. Like like when Peter Griffin was trying to think of a fake name member. And he said he's no. he, he sees a little pee on the, oh, on, the yeah. on the plate. He sees somebody crying. He's a pee tear, and then he sees a griffin fucking fly by. <laughs> flies by, yeah. But the live album, live album, just sounds like the studio albums, oh, right? Man. It's just you're hearing now. You're hearing better guitars because <laughs> Gaines is on on guitar. He's on lead sometimes, so he's playing some <laughs> of these songs with a little bit more flair. So it's more fun than hearing most of their songs done in a more fun way. But overall skippable don't worry about yeah. it don't ever listen that's what to it, it seems like yeah, everything i read about the band and and listened to this week i i don't imagine a live record would be would really add anything to their uh their catalog or their kind of the way i perceive them so i think you hated this band before you even went into this no Therefore, well, yes you we'll did you we'll never said anything okay. nice about leonard Skinner. okay okay we'll get into this there's a we'll, lot to talk about there's a lot to unpack well we'll, i don't know about that dude uh, we'll get into that on the main episode. So uh, let's get into that. So thank you all for listening. That's it. That's all. Wool? Well-